Welcome to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcasts. As products have become more complex in the digital age, the European Commission is proposing new liability rules to better protect consumers against defective products and the damages they may cause. Want to know more? Stay with us. For nearly 40 years, EU product liability rules have got us covered in case something goes wrong. For example, if defective airbags were put into a car and they fail to protect you during an accident. Or if your new bicycle came with a cracked frame and injured you while riding it. All you have to prove in order to get compensation is that 1. The product was defective, 2. It caused damage, and 3. A causal link between the damage and the product's defectiveness existed. But digital products, circular economy business models and global value chains are challenging the current rules. That's why in September 2022, the European Commission proposed a revamp to make them fit for the green and digital transition and increase legal certainty for both consumers and businesses. So, what would change essentially? Stefano De Luca follows this file for the European Parliamentary Research Service. The revised rules reinforce the current well-established ones, alleviating the burden of proof for victims under certain circumstances, and the proposal clarifies that software must be considered a product in the scope of the directive and extends the liability of manufacturers for defective products also to damage related to psychological health and loss or corruption of data. By expanding the definition of product to include intangible items such as software and AI systems, the new rules allow for compensation when products like robots, drones or smart home systems are made unsafe by software updates or AI applications needed to operate the product, or when manufacturers fail to address cybersecurity threats. And just as the definition of product is expanded, so is the definition of damage, which will also include harm to psychological health and property damage related to the loss and corruption of data that is not used exclusively for professional purposes. In the new framework, liability will continue to apply when a defect emerged after a product had already been commercialized, future-proofing the regime against increasingly sophisticated AI systems that keep on learning and developing once on the market. And when consumers are injured by unsafe products imported from outside the EU, they can turn to the importer or the manufacturer's EU representative for compensation. The new rules will also help to put people claiming compensation on an equal footing with manufacturers. By requiring these to disclose information and by alleviating the burden of proof for victims in complex cases, such as those involving pharmaceuticals or AI. So how have stakeholders reacted to the proposal? Stay with us. The scope and type of damage, together with the liability of online marketplaces and the burden of proof, are among the most contentious points. We've spoken to Urs Buske, Senior Legal Officer in the EU consumer protection organisation Bayuk. Regarding online marketplaces, we believe that the conditions set out in the proposal for holding them liable should be stricter, since often online marketplaces are the only economic operator consumers can get hold of if the manufacturers are based outside the EU. And regarding the burden of proof, we believe that it should be reversed 
because more than 50% of all liability claims are rejected because consumers are not able to prove the defect or the causal link between the fact and damage. On the other hand, digital business representatives are concerned that rather than adapting to the new digital realities, the new liability rules may end up hampering innovation. This is Hugh Kiddick from Digital Europe. It's clearly important that consumers can be fairly compensated when defective products cause them harm. And it's also important that there's legal certainty for businesses about what happens in those scenarios and what are their liabilities so that we can encourage investment and innovation in Europe. So, what are the next steps? Well, the Commission's proposal will now need to be adopted by the European Parliament and the Council. Vlad Botos is the Parliament's co-rapporteur on this file. We, as a European Parliament, will try to make sure we find ways to protect the consumers, taking account of the new technologies and also of the new business models. At the same time, we will have a balanced approach so that this directive does not impede the development of the SMEs. And for more information, check out Stefano De Luca's full policy brief on the EPRS website or in our app. This is a European Parliamentary Research Service podcast. Thanks for listening.